some of this stuff off right now as we talk before we get to questions and things like that, but just know this. We're going to be very adaptable. This is, I'm talking the Arizona Cardinals. This is what our team's going to be. We're going to be adaptable. We're going to be violent. We're going to be explosive. And we're going to be smart. And all three phases go into that. And we will maximize the talents of the players that we have. And that's how we're going to win games. And don't get it twisted. We're going to win games. Welcome back to Two Birds, One Stone, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. The action never ends at DraftKings Sportsbook. Did you know that, Garrett? Nope. Especially this summer. With tons of ways to bet on all your favorite sports, you can fuel your fandom and feel the heat of the season like never before. Plus, right now, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new customers a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's right. Make your first bet up to $1,000, and if it doesn't win, you'll get another shot to cash in. You can throw down on all the major action for baseball, golf, MMA, and more. Plus, with same-game parlays, spreads, money lines, over-unders, and props, your betting options feel endless. wonder if you could bet on over-under how many pitch clock violations we'll have in baseball. That shit's crazy. You seen any of that? A team won off of a batter's timing violation. Fucking nuts so uh best of all DraftKings is safe secure and reliable you can deposit deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want download the DraftKings sportsbook app now use cr- promo code tppn make your for- first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to one thousand dollars one thousand dollars that's promo code tppn only at DraftKings sportsbook minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply See the show notes for details. $1,000. That's crazy. DraftKings. I, I just Draft don't Kings, you're that. fucking nuts, dude. There's a, there's a couple competitors also throwing that that around, that deal. Obviously, use DraftKings because they're the best. But, hey, DraftKings, you want to go bankrupt? Trying to lose money? Just giving away all this free money. You guys are you guys got a screw loose up there. Let me tell you what. That's nuts. Hell, so take advantage, of, take advantage of it while you can. TPP. Right. Um. Yeah, we haven't we haven't talked in a while. Uh, we talked about the gain in hiring. Um, the coaching positions weren't filled yet last time we talked. We nailed it, though. We freaking nailed those predictions. I said Drew Petzing's name correctly, and I said the boy genius linebackers coach from Philly who I got his name wrong. So, but I didn't. I I didn't. I forgot his name, but I got the guy right. So OCDC are filled. In all seriousness, it seems like. They did get a bunch of talented, like rising coaches throughout the, yeah. the NFL to fill out the coaching staff, which is great. Um, I don't know about you, but I'm still kind of waiting on the Mike Zimmer hired a special assistant or something like that. Just a guy that brings a little bit more experience. But overall, I'm pretty excited about the guys that they brought in. Yeah, see, I don't know a whole lot about him. Um, I feel like there's really just not a lot. Like, even with Gannon, there wasn't really a lot of info about him. But, like you said, they're just kind of young, rising stars, and hopefully we caught them right before they they shoot like stars, yeah. like stars do. Well, that's the goal. You Ideally, they're, all, they're both gone in five years because they both did such a damn good yeah. job here with the Cardinals that that's other right. teams wanted to take them from us like they've done um, in their previous situations. But – Rallis, especially 29, like watching his press conference and the way that he talks and like 29 has got to be, I mean, he's younger than a 
what 10, 15 players that are on the roster. So oh. that's an interesting dynamic there, but the way he carries himself and the way he kind of speaks and he talked to the media, it was like, okay, he's like a mature guy. This, this, maybe this isn't too big for him. Um, what comes along with Drew Petzing, uh, he, who was with uh, Cleveland, I guess all signs point to Jacoby Brissett. We've kind of talked about that a little bit, but what do you think about that? Would you prefer, would you prefer Jacoby Brissett or Gardner Minshew to start week one? Gardner Minshew. I think that was pretty easy, right? Purely like, for crazy? just, even, I mean, I don't even really think of the play purely just like his mantra. I don't really, because obviously the season's probably yeah. going to be a wash regardless. It's going to be more yeah. of a get back and get Kyler right, set some shit up for the next year type of season, especially if he's not going to be ready, um, which I don't know if we talked about it a bunch last episode. His uh, He's put out a couple videos in the training room. He's looking like he's working towards the right way. So yeah. we're going to keep gonna... tabs on that. But um, yeah, definitely Gardner Minshew, just solely for the fact that he just is a chill dude. It seems Nothing like he's else. probably got he's probably got higher upside too. I would think. Like, yeah, you saw yeah. Him, the way he played. Well, fuck, I know. Like, Kyler and Gardner came out the same year, and there was legitimate. He got people, robbed. Like, legitimate people thought that he should have been rookie of the year that year. Yeah, and he got robbed. The people that actually talk sports on TV thought Gardner Minshew was a better quarterback than Kyler Murray at that time, which is wild. Looking to see how. Those two paths have kind of played. Kyler taking a step back this year, but Minshew now won the same amount of playoff games. That's true. True there. And Garner's got that mullet, which is sick. Um, I think I would be pulling for Minshew there too, as I said, but we got a long off season to figure all that crap out. Um, One Gannon note that I thought was pretty nuts. uh, He said in an interview during his media run after being hired that the, the Eagles actually offered him more money to stay as their DC than, than what he's getting paid to be the Cardinals next head coach. That's kind of fucking wild. That's we, uh, how, how much was this contract for? Do you know, offhand, offhand? It doesn't usually come out. They usually don't put coach contracts out. They give the year, I just, but the I salary I, usually I, isn't there. I, don't, I just can't see how that's, I don't know. It's not a great look in this laundry list of evidence that the Cardinals and Bidwell is a cheap fuck. You got, that coming out and then you have pat mcafee aq shipley on the pat mcafee show talking about how our facilities are shit cardinals fans the new one is the locker room isn't nice enough uh screenshots of the locker yeah. room are being tweeted yeah. out which is like the picture that was used is of just a normal picture with like laundry and their equipment laying everywhere around and then it's like the raiders like edited nice black like chrome locker it's like well that one you can tell the difference between the two but it's just kind of like a one of those things where it's like it it just points again to maybe where we went the cheap route which i don't think that we did i think i think monty was the guy leading the search and he got the guy he wanted to but the the fact that they he that we didn't the eagles had enough money to pay him to stay on as a dc more so than we had to pay a head coach. It's kind of wild, but I don't know. Maybe they just got a deal. I mean, maybe that's just what is going right. They got a steal. Maybe he was on sale after the Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's just what his going right was. I don't know. I wouldn't necessarily say the Cardinals were being cheap. I mean, I'm sure they're going to have to hire somebody. So I'm sure if he probably wanted more money, maybe he could have got it, but maybe that's just, I mean, it's not necessarily can't just say they're being cheap that all signs pointed to him being their guy. 
after Sean after the yeah. Sean Payton fiasco. So you know they it's see I don't I don't know if they necessarily are being cheap. Maybe whoever um, Gannon's agent is, maybe he just sucks or something and just didn't, couldn't get him maybe a bag. But I don't know. I wouldn't necessarily classify it as cheap. I wouldn't I wouldn't jump that far either. I just think it's very I think it's interesting. Yeah, just, yeah it's on, I mean. There's definitely other things that ha- do point to them being cheap, but that that I just thought was kind of crazy. Yeah, um, so yeah, maybe if you got a if you got a deal on JG, Mister Bidwell, why don't you take that money you saved and and put it towards the facilities and the locker rooms that we just talked about? Um, but you talked about it just a second ago uh, about Kyler being in the building and progressing. Um, him about with about ten other players: Zach Ertz, James Conner. Uh, DJ Humphreys, we're all at the press conference with Jonathan Gannon, and you like to see that, especially <clears throat> the amount of offensive guys that that were there. A lot of guys that had never met him before, showing support for him, especially Kyler. Um, and uh, what did he say, Gannon and Bidwell? Uh, during that presser, and Bidwell was on the Dave Pash podcast. He said that both of them have said that Murray's been in the building in Arizona working out and rehabbing every day, which is what Michael Bidwell wanted in the first place. And so it's good to see that Kyler is uh, doing what he was asked of. I just hate that that's like even some sort of like a, hey, Kyler's rehabbing his fucking torn fucking knee. Yeah, of course he is. I just hate that that's like something that, I don't know. I just hate the this whole. Stigma. I get that him doing it I in Arizona. That. I think is a big deal. I mean, I not just a big it deal. Is it's just fucking stupid. It's a big deal because of all this whole narrative that's been pushed this past two years, but I don't know. I just liked it so much better whenever he was like, he got posted on like house of highlights for good shit or like ESPN for good shit. You know, maybe and that's why like, I included it here because we have not very much positive Kyler Murray news to report. I guess. And Hey, fine. here's something that's semi-positive. He's rehabbing every day and he's at the facility. You get what I'm like saying. He was asked. I absolutely do. I just, we got to fill a show here somehow. And there's our Kyler Murray topic. Thing. All right. Like, our Kyler Murray news like for the day. Well, he's progressing well from every, what everybody's saying. He's asking Jonathan Gannon to play one-on-one basketball. He's posted the, the workout clips of him on a speed bike and all that. And I mean, I've never had a torn ACL. I don't know how it works, but it looks like he's moving and getting around well. So that's all great. Um, one story that Gannon said, he was there until like 9.30 or 10 o'clock and he went out to the parking lot. It was just his car and one other car that was there. And he said it was a sick ass car. So we went back inside to see who it was. And it was Kyler in the weight room working out. So they sat and talked a little bit. What kind of car do you think he drives? I know in one of the flight plans, he had a tricked out Ford Raptor with those truck, that truck, which he is from, which he is from good, Texas. So bitch, I'm from yeah. Texas. That's right. He's from Texas. That's, that's a nice truck. But just to reiterate, these are just stories you like to hear. Obviously, it's not fucking groundbreaking news here, Garrett. I'm just telling you, these are good things that people might not be talking about Kyler Murray. So you happy? Right, you're good? Ready yeah, to move bud. on? Let's do it, bud. Do we have to talk about the video? Oh, how our head coach is a fucking almost legit psycho. <laughs> Insert clip. Uh, everyone's seen it, and it's funny. It is objectively... A funny video, and it's very okay for people to make fun of it. Yeah. Anybody fucking getting butt hurt, 
that the Cardinals are being posted on by this account or this account and kind of getting roasted. Hey, man, it's funny. Pew, 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 pew. As more to shots. It was uncomfortable. It as more deserving like, as anything to get made fun of. Like yeah. anything. Yeah. Like, it's, uh, you know, but the upside to that is that's what we want. Shots from Rondell Moore, not true. fucking little side exactly. screens. It's what we want. So that's I'll what we should be the, focusing on. That's I'll bite exactly my tongue. I'll bite my tongue and I'll take <laughs> all the fucking memes, which are there again, well-deserved. Oh, they'll be that's actually I... what happens. I tweeted out, I said, I can't wait for him to break like a 60-yard touchdowns week, to, like week one, all throughout the season. If he ever busts pew, one, pew, pew. that video's coming right out. Pew, pew, pew. Yeah. It's going to be great. That's We're going to be able to call back on it in five years when he's a success story. Be like, oh, remember that when everybody was freaking out because of that dumbass pew, pew, video? Bitch. Pew, pew. Now, did everyone ignore his awesome press conference and the way that he handled his time with the media and only focus on that? six second clip with rondale naturally yes does that is that annoying yeah but as i said it's not anything like the cardinals are a they're an easy target whether you like it or not in the last 12 18 months like i mean it to act like there's a narrative around us or like the big thing was barstool versus the cardinals like it was like big cat from pardon my take the biggest sports podcast and the world was going at it with some Cardinals fans said, well, all you do is shit on the Cardinals. I think he responded like, yeah, I lose sleep thinking about the Cardinals. He doesn't. And like, that's like saying the fucking, uh, the barstool has an agenda against the Buffalo Sabres. Like nobody, nobody, it's hard, a hard truth, but the nobody Cardinals cares. aren't, a, they're not a big, they're not a big media factory. Not the we're Yankees. Not, we're not the Yankees or the Cowboys. Not, and yeah. I kind of like it that way, but act like there's some big agenda against us when in all reality we've just been a shit show that's Every, easy to make fun everyone's of everyone's against us everyone's <laughs> yeah. out everyone's hey maybe that's our narrative going forward that's fucking yeah. cardinals against the world maybe that's the narrative maybe that's what we <sighs> need like a philly attitude something like that but yeah i back, did chill yeah. the fuck out <laughs> i thought that was so funny everybody's against us fuck bars now nah, man hey. our team sucks like <laughs> that's that's our team That's sucks. A lot of Our it. quarterback is slightly under the national average of height and likes to play video games. So you yep. kind of have to expect. Imagine yep. if that same person, we had the same scenarios happening in like Cleveland or like Miami oh, yeah. or wherever. I mean, they're it, getting it, it, a lot it's worse. So don't don't it's, take it personally, friends. And yeah, our shout out our friend Jason Hayes, who before all this happened, clipped all the barstool uh, main account tweets. That were slandering Kyler took a lot of work. Shout out to Great Jason journalism. Hayes NFL. They actually brought that up on Pardon My Take. So we're like one step removed from Pardon My Take. We have we're like we're here. Jason Hayes is here, and Pardon My Take is here. He's got us locked in the middle, like one level of separation. But like, I just I don't think he like it's. I don't know how to phrase that. I don't. I'm not bashing Jason because at times it is a lot. Like. Since they are such an easy target, they're gonna all their job is to do is to fire off jokes at relevant news. So the Cardinals having Kyler a number one overall pick, uh, Heisman, and and the collapse that they had and the way that things went, it's people are gonna talk about it. So they're gonna fire a bunch of jokes off about it. So it's just like I said, it's just one of those things that we're an easy target, and until we progress in the right direction, the jokes are gonna be made. 
but right. shout out to Jason for for doing the dirty work there and fighting the good fight. That is right. Anything else on the Jonathan Gannon video or anything that went along oh, with um, it? His I liked his um you might have to help me out with the exact quote where it was we're gonna be intelligent. We're it led be... the show. Oh it did. Okay, great. So you guys heard that. Yeah, that violent, sounds... intelligent, explosive, and smart, I think. Or violent That's, something hey, that like all, that. That all sounds Either like way. good stuff. That For all sounds sure. great. Um so let's hope that follows through. Yeah, he didn't say stupid, dumb penalties, uh, horizontal passing game, and soft running game. None of those things. He said the opposite of many of those. So, Yep, that's right. Positive things. Overall, Jonathan Gannon has been a roller coaster already, but I watched that video and everything before that thinking like, I didn't think anything of it when I watched the video for the first time. I thought, oh, that was kind of a funny noise that he just made to Rondale. But everything before that, I was like, he's fucking killing it right now. Like, everything he's saying is good. Uh, the attitude, the mentality, it's all. I was I was pumped. And then, well, it got took pew, and pew. ran with. But... Pew, 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 pew. Um, what else? Combine week. It is combine week. Um, what do we have? We're we're. Combine means we're a step closer to the draft, which means we're a step closer to the free agency and trades and all that fun stuff. Um, the draft is just fun for the quarterbacks. I don't, I really, I mean, I might watch the, I'll watch the forties. The 40. Yeah. The forties the is a big thing. Yeah. Also, I like the bench press as well, but that's like yeah. kind of really reaching, but yeah, you're right. Anything past quarterbacks doing like a cross body throws, like all the yeah. way down the field. Just wild That's throws cool. that are fun 40s to watch. 40s are cool. And then That's about it. Bench presses are cool. I might watch the wide receivers run and the running backs run. And if any of the top five fucking quarterbacks actually throw at the combine, I'll probably watch them. But the underrated that, one is, is the vertical jump. That one's cool too. And the broad jump. I could see how you'd like that. You did track and shit. I don't. I mean, broad it's jump. I fucking track. The vertical jump has nothing to do with track. Well, it's and all I did track for one year. Kinda. I ran Did the mile really? in five minutes do? and four seconds. That's it. Mile. Mile, That's and cool. I ran – it doesn't matter. This is a – Well, quick side story for that. I lost our fantasy football league last year, <laughs> and uh, my punishment was to run a mile. But after – to start before I could take off, and after every lap plus the last lap, I had to take a shot of liquor. So it had to be ran in under 10 minutes. I ran it in eight minutes and 30 seconds, which I would argue is – Way more impressive than a five minute forty second mile. It might have five minute four second five point oh, zero four. That's pretty. It might have been one of the most what you did on that field that day. It was cold too. Whenever you did it, it hurt my um, chest. Hurt it might have been like one of the most impressive things I've ever seen. <laughs> like I, well, that's the, the thing. Shit. We had it ten minutes, and if I went over ten minutes, I knew they were like, "Well, you got to do it again." So I was like, "I cannot do this twice." Knowing like your physical shape and like your Not lack great. of exercise. This is also the same guy who mowed his yard in like August and got like a heat stroke. Like Listen, I overheated. So... I probably had I probably had the flu or some shit. My right, temperature was right. like one hundred three. Whatever, whatever you need to tell yourself. But it was quite, quite literally one of the most impressive things I've done physically on a football field. Track Back track. to combine week. Um, Anthony Richardson's been a topic. He's huh? booming, baby. He's booming. That is one that it's like I. His 40 is going to be like four or five, and he's yeah. going to throw it 85 yards. And it's going to be, he's going to, he is the like one of the more 
if you were to build a combine quarterback, that's about what you're looking for. He's going to light it up. And then I'm going to be like, Hey, go watch. Remember I Mizzou almost beat them. Didn't they? Like they, he was not very good at Florida, but all they want is uh, clay to mold. Josh Allen was a good at Wyoming. Yeah, that's exactly right. So, but Wyoming's not the University of Florida. Like they, exactly. he should so, have. So he Josh should have Allen had, should have played better at Wyoming. No, I'm saying the opposite. Like Josh Allen didn't have the pieces to work with that Anthony Richardson did. Also, was playing against lesser, lesser talent. Damn, that's a double-edged sword there. That's right, isn't it? D- double entendre, I think, is what that's called. Mm, double-edged but sword. But anyway, if any, if any, we draft anybody else besides. Will Anderson and the Jalen Carter, all right. Correct. Then that's insane. That and I don't even yeah. want to trade back. I want I want one of those two. Well, I mean, it depends on what you're offered, but I would also agree when you've got one of those guys sitting in front of you and you pass on him, it seems like a really stupid idea. What uh, else the only are you reason we're the only reason we're talking about this is because Daniel Jeremiah, who I like, I like Daniel Jeremiah, NFL Network, I believe. Uh, he put out one of his first mock drafts, and he had the Cardinals selecting. Texas Tech pass rusher Tyree Wilson instead of taking Will Anderson Jr. Could you imagine the mutiny amongst Cardinals fans if they were to not only like not take Will Anderson, but also not trade back and accumulate picks? They took Tyree Wilson, who also I think he's got great tape and he'll go probably top seven, but you just can't pass over a guy that's a caliber prospect that's chase young fucking nick bosa joey bosa chase young is a uh, fucking bust Miles Garrett. anything else you say well i'm saying coming out chase young is a bust yes. chase young you fucking suck and i hope you hear this i don't know why i have so much hate against him but like since ever i don't know if i even liked him when he's at Ohio state and then injuries and he's not even out there and everybody acts like he's the best fucking one of the best pass rushers in the nfl he's got two and a half career sacks I apologize, Chase Young. If you want to come on the program and talk about it, that's fine. I don't think I'd even want not you on invited. the team, but that's regardless besides the point. They might not even pick up his fifth-year option. Isn't that fucking crazy? He's taught it as like one of the best pass-rushing prospects last 10 years. Anywho, anyway, we're talking about Willie Anderson. Yeah, you can't pass on him or Jalen Carter. But how many, how many seven, how many seven-year-olds would it take to take out Will Anderson? If they all came at him at once. How many could he fend off? 297. I think that's too high. You got to think. No matter, I mean, uh, you're I think right. I'm thinking five year olds. You said seven. Seven. That's the difference. 195. I don't think, I think it only takes like 100. Well, I guess we'll never know, will we? <laughs> I guess we'll, that's just one of them questions we will never find out. Well, <laughs> anywho, I've got this kind of growing voice in my head as we kind of get closer. Combines here, draft. We got Monty Austin Ford, who comes from where? New England, who do New England, who does what? Trade back every single year. They don't fucking, they move back, accumulate picks, stack picks, stack picks. Granted, New England never picked top 10, let alone three overall. So that's kind of a different situation. But I could just see. When we're sitting there in Kansas City on the lawn watching the draft, holy shit, Schefter just said we're trading back to six with Detroit for pick 18 and a third or something. If you move back to six, then go ahead, take Tyree Wilson. That's fine. And then you got pick 18 to take 
a corner or a I guard, a tackle. I wouldn't agree with that. This, this, this Will Anderson cat, and even the Jalen Carter as well, but more Will Anderson than anybody. He's just God. I was watching his highlights the other day. He's just so goddamn like big and strong. And Devil's advocate. He, he we are way more than one player away from being. That's a right. Super Bowl but winner, wouldn't so. you? Wouldn't you rather have a? This is almost a guarantee. You know, guarantee Pro Bowl, hey, guarantee difference maker. Don't hate the player, hate the game. All right. I'm just playing devil's advocate. Like I said, I'm taking Will Anderson. That's what I'm doing. I'm running to that podium and I'm saying number 31 that plays for the Crimson Tide. That's my selection. Um, but we've got what? February, March, April. Two I'm months. 45 days. Two months ish until the draft. Um, as you know by now, we'll be there not to beat a dead horse. Um, but yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be we've got a lot of time to go over all this. It's it all depends on what Chicago does. They could shake everything up and trade Justin Fields and sit put themselves and take a quarterback. Then it's chaos, and you've got the teams that thought they only had to move up, like thought Chicago was an option to move up, now don't have that option, and they're gonna even be more aggressive in it. It's going to be a shit show, but for my money, they move back with Houston or Indy, something like that. But who knows? Um, hey, guess what? What? Uh, we're about to debut the first episode of Two Birds Trivia. So we came up with this idea in between our last episode and now. We really should have tried to think of it quicker and put it on our last episode, um, but we didn't. Um, I sent out a tweet. Uh, we're going to try to, for the rest of the off season, every episode that we do have two uh, random people on Cardinals fans um, and put them head to head in a game of Cardinals trivia. Um, I thought it went well. We had Jackie and will from the Redbird red zone podcast. Come on. Um, stay tuned it. to find out who won. Uh, they both did great. Answered some questions, right? They got some questions wrong. Uh, how'd you think it went? I thought they did great. It went great. Yeah, they both were very I was I was pleasantly surprised. Um, I will preface the you guys listening to this, which I think I said it while we were taping. I would have got absolutely smoked. I thought the questions were hard as shit. Really humbled myself uh, with how easily that they were able to answer them both. Um, so yeah, if you guys also think the thoughts of the questions were hard, get in my DMs. Tell me it's okay, you know, that you thought yeah. they were hard as well. Um, uh, they so yeah. did make you look like a bitch. Yeah. And you yep. even read one of the answers wrong. So you got minus 10 points. You were the real loser. I wasn't even of playing all and I got negative and points. And you got dead last. But if you do think the questions are stupid as fuck, too hard, too easy, I did make them. So <laughs> blame me. I tried. I, I brought in others to, questions to ask good. if they were too hard or too easy. Like Garrett said, he thought they were too hard. Another said that he was thought it was about a five or six out of 10 uh, difficulty level. So we didn't want it too easy or too difficult. And I think we got a pretty good spot. They answered more right than wrong. So we appreciate both Jackie and Will for coming on. I think you guys will enjoy it. If you're watching and you think, hey, that should that would be fun. Uh, Two birds trivia looks like a good time. Uh, DM us, uh, comment on the YouTube Get a hold of us somehow at Red Sea Trent at AZ Cards G at Two Birds One Stone Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, send in that you're interested. Um, I don't think there was any qualifications other than to follow the Twitter 
or follow the in Instagram the page. Uh, and you have to have a heartbeat. You must um, be alive. And you Seriously. probably should be 18 or older. I don't know how that works. But No dead is. people. No, you could be under 18. You, yeah, you know, fuck you can accommodate. Some seven-year-old kid. <laughs> yeah. And just smoke. We'll put him against For you the and kids. he just fucking smokes yeah, you. That, that. Is, <laughs> if you are listening right now. Otis and like Anderson, a, 1986. <laughs> if you're like a parent, if you're, if you're, if you're like a parent and you have a kid who's like knowledgeable, half-ass knowledgeable about the Cardinals. We want them on the podcast. I will go head to head against them. If they beat me, I will give them two Kyler Murray rookie cards. What so I have a deal. lot of them. I have a lot of them. What I a, lost a lot deal. of money on them. So I'm willing to give them away. What but a deal. You have a kid who's half fast knowledgeable. Send us a DM. We'll go head to head. Yeah. There we go. You'll notice Will left his screen black. I gave him the option. Hey, you can turn the camera on, whatever. He chose to stay black. He's a mysterious guy, and he's like a smart Mysterion. guy. Like Mysterion his, from South Park. That's right. He knows his Cardinals football, though, and I respected that decision out of him. I was like, yeah. all right, you want to keep that identity sealed? I get it. That's fair. I hope he wasn't cheating. He wasn't cheating. So black Jackie, screen. Jackie could have been cheating. She could have been. Flip, she was with a, with right a, under our nose. With how good, with how cool that jacket looked, it drew Sick all the jacket. attention. You'll see in the video coming up. Very sick jacket. Um, without further ado, I hope you guys enjoy it. Like I said, just reach out to us if you want to be featured on it. Coming up with those 10 questions took longer than I thought. So if I have to do that like five or six times, that's going to suck. But the more the merrier, I'd love to keep also doing feel it. Free to feel free to DM us questions you think would be good too. Yeah. Obviously, great. if you come on, if you come on, you, we won't, you won't be asked those questions, but feel free to DM some questions. Joy. But yeah. Anyway. We should wrap it up. Let's get out of here. All right. Uh, we'll we'll talk to you guys again uh, probably after the combine, um, surely before the draft or if any other news pops up. But thanks again to Jackie and Will. Thank you for listening to Two Birds, One Stone. And enjoy Two Birds trivia. Go Birds. Peace. Welcome to the first match ever of all time that's ever happened. Two Birds <laughs> trivia. Garrett, I'm excited about this. We actually should have definitely teased this. Um, on our last episode that we recorded before just sending out a tweet. Cause Jackie and will here were the only people that actually responded to it. So that's, that's great. It made us feel good. It made us feel like our show is successful, uh, but we're glad to have them. Uh, like I said, we've got Jackie and will our first two contestants ever on the show. Uh, Jackie, if you want to start off, maybe introduce yourself, plug your pod, uh, your Twitter handle, all that. And then we can dive into this thing. Yeah, my name is Jackie, um, formerly an Arizona native. I live in Virginia now, but you can find me on Twitter at jsandiego. Uh, I do the Red Bird Red Zone podcast with Will, and I'm also a contributor to the website AZ Sports Underground. Yeah, and you guys are, that's kind of like a new thing. I know you kind of recently joined, but that's a very cool site for any Cardinals fans that want to get on there and consume like written content. I like your guys' stuff. Uh, Will, you're up, man. Hi, my name is Will. I am the host of the Redbird Red Zone podcast. You can find me on Twitter at Live on That Swing. I'm here to kick ass and take some trivia names. That's right. <laughs> there you go. Throwing down the gauntlet right. early. And you got okay. Is it just you two that do the? It's you two and Mac. Is it just you three mm-hmm. that do the Red uh, Bird? Okay. Us three, and we've got a we got an editor too. Okay, gotcha. Okay, we've had Mac on a couple times. Hopefully, he jumps on and does this with us. Friend of the program, so. Now we've completed the cycle of Redbird Red Zone co-hosts that have been on Two Birds, One Stone. So we really appreciate it, guys. Um, 
I told you guys kind of beforehand, but what we're going to do is 10 total questions, five each, and then a bonus round at the end. You miss a question. The opponent gets their chance to steal and get that point. So after all the questions, whoever has the most points moves on. And at this point, you get pride and bragging rights because I thought about maybe we've got maybe some merch in the in the oven cooking. I don't know if that's going to happen yet. I don't know if the demand is there. But maybe in the future, the trivia contestants get a free T-shirt. We'll see. Well, that's what we'll figure that out part out later. But <clears throat> without further ado, you guys ready to go? Let's do ready. it. All right, let's do it. Will, you said you were first up. <clears throat> okay. First question. You guys, I'm not going to put a timer on it. Just don't be a dickhead and take like two, three minutes. <laughs> if, I'll, I'll put my hand up five, four, three, two if I have to. But that's we'll cross that bridge when we get there. All right. In 2021, Chandler Jones <laughs> off start. In 2021, Chandler Jones broke Freddie Joe Nunn's record for most sacks as a Cardinal. Who is third on the team's all-time sack list? Oh fuck! Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Can I get a hint? Is it recent or is it older? Can I get a hint? Are you no hints? Maybe in the future <laughs> we can do that. We could do phone a friend, something like that. Uh, Calais Campbell. Ding, ding, ding. That's right. One nothing will. Woo-hoo, that wasn't that woo-hoo. bad. You were, you were about to freak out. I was like, it's real. I mean, take a wild guess. It's not that hard, but okay. Well, I didn't want to be it. like, oh, in 1950, this. <laughs> <laughs> we tried to make it not, not, we tried to do modern era. There you go. So, all right, Jackie's up. one nothing. All for right, will. Jackie. Larry Fitzgerald holds a record for the most receiving yards as a Cardinal, obviously. Who did he pass in the 2011 season to gain this title? Shit. In 2011? 2011. Only took him, I think, eight years. Uh, And I can read the question again if need be. No, I'm trying to think of... Other wide receivers, not named Larry Fitzgerald and Anquan Bolden. There's not a lot. There is not a lot. Which is probably before my time. So I, I don't know. Okay, you want to throw anything out there before I buzz you? Okay. Sounds of life. I don't know. Let, let's just say Anquan Bolden. All right, we're going to have to buzz you. That's incorrect. It is wrong. Will, <laughs> pass it to oh. you for, for the steal. I'll read it again. Larry Fitzgerald holds a record for the most receiving yards as a Cardinal. Who did he pass in 2011 to gain that title? I'm like 99% sure this is wrong. Rob Moore? Great Final guess, answer. but incorrect. Oh, God. That was the final answer. Yeah, that's wrong. Garrett, who's the right answer? Roy Green. Gotcha. Get okay. stream green, guys. Now does that kind of ring a bell a little bit? A little bit, yeah. Okay. Oldie. Well, that was that was what he was 80s. It's probably late 80s. He retired. All right, that was one of the oldest ones. That's probably it's probably one of the older questions that you're going to get. So everything else, 2000 and newer, most likely. So all right, all right, Jackie's back up. Or no, this one's Will. So as it says right now, one nothing Will. This third round pick out of LSU caught two touchdowns and the 2010 overtime win. Against the Packers. Who is early Doucette? Bingo. That's two nothing. Will 
Okay, maybe he's good. He's on a roll. There's two. He's, he's, <laughs> and he's younger than me. That's good. Yeah, he said 22. You were eight years old when that game happened, whatever it was. Yeah, there you go. Yep. All right, two nothing. Will can Jackie answer? Jackie, Cardinals have been to one Super Bowl in their storied history. A loss to the Steelers in 2009. Who scored touchdowns for them in that game? Tim Hightower, Steve Russell, That is incorrect. <sighs> And she said it with so much confidence, too. Yeah. I had to check my I, answer. I believed you. I was I like, wait check. a second. I was like thinking about it for a second. All right, Will, you're up for the steal. Oh, fuck. Uh, <laughs> Tim Hightower fits. <sighs> Shit, if it's not Breston, um, I don't know, Jeremy Urban? That's incorrect. The answer was Larry Fitzgerald, obviously, obviously the host, the iconic, you know, breakaway. And then Ben Patrick scored two touchdowns in the game. And fucking pa- God damn That's it. That's actually not true. Fitzgerald scored twice. Ben, oh, ben Patrick scored once. Sight, sight, sight. I was going to say. You, okay, Garrett, we can't, we can't get these questions wrong. They're literally written down in front of you. That's, well, hell. You get minus 10 points. So if no matter you what, you are was written. It says Larry Fitzgerald, comma, well. Yeah, you're probably right. All right. Uh, Yeah, not great. Okay. So nobody gets a point on that one. Uh, Back to Jackie. Another kind of list of players. It's Will's Will's turn. Uh, Jackie got the last one. I keep getting it mixed up since we're getting chances to steal. (laughs) My bad, Will. Will's like, fuck this, dude. I'm trying to (laughs) stack up the points. You're turning it against me. Okay. Since 2009, Kurt Warner's final season in the NFL, the Cardinals have had six different quarterbacks start a season opener for them. A season opener. Name all six quarterbacks. Okay. All right. Give me one second. Oh, yeah. Take your time. This is one that might take a second. I need this person to stop calling me on Discord right now so I could focus. All right. Here we go. All right, so since 20, he said since his retirement? Correct. Let's do this. All right, so Derek Anderson, Kevin Cobb, uh, Carson Palmer, that's three. Uh, Kyla Murray. Uh, shit. Okay, so uh, Sam Bradford, that's five. Who am I missing? Did Stanton start one? I can't I tell know. you that. Tell me. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Ten seconds. Uh, uh, Stanton. Stanton six. F- final answer. Drew Stanton's incorrect. Jackie, a chance to steal. Do I have to name them in order? Don't have to be in order. Just the six quarterbacks. Derek Anderson, John Skelton, Kevin Cobb, Carson Palmer, Sam Bradford, Kyler Murray. Ding, ding, ding. That's correct. It was John Skelton. <laughs> And somewhat of a trick question because Skelton started, I think, the first two of that season, I guess, while Cobb might have been recovering from injury because Cobb actually started the majority of that game that year, but he did start the season opener. So there you go. Jackie is on the board. It's two to one here. All right, Jackie, you're up. I personally think this is kind of a tough question. 
uh, whenever we were going through this. I did. He acted like I was absolutely nuts for not knowing all of this, but we'll see how you do. Okay. Since 2008, the Cardinals have played in 10 playoff games. Name all 10 opponents and the result. Since 2008. Yes. So, yeah, starting with the playoff run. We beat Carolina. No. Does that have to be in order? No. No. Nope. Okay. Just any, anything. We beat Carolina. We beat Atlanta. We beat Philadelphia. Are we counting the Super Bowl? Yes. Yep. Lost in the Super Bowl. Then 2011, we beat Green Bay. Lost to the Saints. Then 2014, lost to Carolina. 2015, first round bye. Beat Green Bay, lost in the NFC Championship game. And then uh, lost to the Rams in Wild Card Weekend. Correct. Thank you. Seager, if you're a fucking Cardinals fan, you should know the – Play, recent history of playoff I games. That's know. not that hard. I felt like that was kind of You live hard. for the playoffs. Those are the games that matter. You should know those. All right. That that did nothing but cement that I was correct in that argument. Thank you, Jackie. <laughs> and that also makes it two, two to two. two. This one's back to Will, correct? Or am I crazy again? You're back yeah, to Will. Right. All right. Will, in 2013, despite a 10-6 and six record, the Cardinals missed the playoffs. This former Steeler was the leading rusher for that team. Uh, I just realized in the last one, I forgot to list Kyler and I apologize for that. I feel like a massive. Oh, I thought I heard Kyler. <laughs> Me too. Uh, answers, uh, Mendenhall, right? Can I get a first name? Uh, I want to say Rashard, Rashad. I can't remember which one it is. Close enough. That's right. Ding, we'll ding, take ding. that. That's good. Will, this is a heavyweight battle. Three, two now. Three, two back going back to Jackie. Rashard Mendenhall's right. I think he only had around, I think he had 750, but he scored eight touchdowns. That team was good. That was that was Palmer's first year there. 10 and 6 and missed the playoffs. That's fucking, fucking early do set, man. Cardinals. Oh, wait, no, that was a few years prior, wasn't it? Yes. A few years prior, yeah. That's right. <laughs> All right. Okay, back to Jackie. Back at Jackie. Do you want me to this... read this one? It's got do you want me to read it? Yeah, it's kind you of... know, I'm I'm yeah, go ahead. This okay. Little... So this one's kind of long-winded, but it should make sense. This former first-round pick with another team had two 1,000-yard receiving seasons before he was signed with the Cardinals prior to Kyler, Kyler Murray's rookie season. He played in only two games and was cut before October. Name this player. Michael Crabtree. Ding, that's correct. 3-3. Three, three. Wow. Wow. So was that one too easy? I need feedback no. as we go because I thought I thought it was kind of vague enough to where maybe it could. I be forgot missed, but... he was a cardinal. I know, right? See, I tried to pick just random thoughts and make questions, but there we go. I would have got free so Jackie. Smoked. I would have got smoked in this if I'd have played in it. Yeah, I you would have. Would you have got that, Will? Absolutely. I, I thought got it was smoked. fairly easy oh, okay. too. Garrett, okay. Garrett got in my head and had me think that this these were like the hardest fucking questions in the world. Well, I no, I, I think like diehards might get that. I don't, I don't know if like Joe Schmo would know that. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's all fair. right. That's fair. So we're all right. We're at a three-three um, tie. Back to Will. All right, Will. This quarterback held a record for most passing yards in a single season by a Cardinal with four thousand six hundred fourteen before Carson Palmer broke it in two thousand fifteen. 
with 4,671. Who is it? Oh, fuck. Recent or old school? It's up for you to decide. Yeah, good good answer. I want to say Kurt, but that seems too easy. So I'm going to say Hart. That is incorrect. Back to Jackie to take the lead. Jake the Snake Plumber. That's also Also incorrect. incorrect. What? Answer is Neil Lomax. Neil Lomax. The guy that threw Roy Green all those receiving yards. I should add that was very like mid 80 Cardinal centric, those two questions. I need to spread it out a little more. Neil Lomax, he held that record for like 30 years. That's pretty impressive, actually. Especially, I think he did it in like 1984. So good stuff there from Neil. Um, all right. So it's still 3 3. Both were missed, right? And whose is this? Is this back to Jackie? Back to Jackie. Back to Jackie. All right. So. As I said earlier, this is the last regular – how would I say that? Last question before the bonus round, which is worth two points. Take the okay. lead here. Go in, go up into the bonus round with the lead. All right, Jackie. David Johnson had a monster season in 2016, catching 80 passes out of the backfield as a running back and scoring 20 touchdowns. After Larry Fitzgerald and David Johnson – who was third on the team in receptions that year? I'm going to say John Brown. That is correct. Jackie takes the lead yes. for the first time in the evening. Okay. Shit. So Jackie won in regulation, but lucky for you, Will, we've got a bonus round question. So this is how the bonus round is going to go. I'm going to ask a question that has multiple answers. So this question is, name the last. No, name every first round pick made by the Cardinals since the year 2000. So what you guys are going to do is it's going to start with who started the game. We'll have the first question, right? We'll start with Jackie, and she's just going to name one of those people. And you guys are going to go back and forth until one of you can't name anymore. Does that make sense? So the last okay. one standing will get the two points and win the game because Jackie's only up one. So obviously if she wins, she wins the game. And if Will gets it, he gets two points and he wins the game. Does anybody have questions before we get into this? Nope. Good to go. Okay. All right, Jackie, we'll start with you. Name a Cardinal that was taken with the first round pick since the year 2000. Oh, uh, as a void, obviously – we're not going to count Hollywood Brown. That was a traded pick, so there was some, that he doesn't count as a pick. Go ahead. Okay, Kyler, Kyler Murray. Easy one off the board. Larry, 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 Larry. There we go. Back to Jackie. DJ Humphrey. Correct. Robert Kimdichie. Correct. Hassan Reddick. Correct. Levi Brown. Correct. Dayon Buchanan. Correct. See, it's fun just nailing them like this. Just one after another. Michael Floyd. Correct. Patrick Peterson. 
Correct. Bryant Johnson. You Googling, Will? If you're Googling, you're banned. Because that's a deep pull. That's that's good. That's a good one. That's a good one. Josh McCown. That's the first miss. First miss. Okay, so as it sits right now, Jackie's named five. Will is named five. All Will has to do to win the first ever match of Two Birds Trivia is name one more first-round pick since the year 2000. Have I said Dan Williams yet? No one has said Dan Williams yet. Well, I'll say Dan Williams. Dan Williams is correct, and Will has won the first-ever match of Two Birds Trivia. That was good. Was somebody's gonna have to look, somebody looked that up? Was Josh McCown a first round pick? He was a fourth or fifth rounder, I think. No, he's a third. I he was he's a, a first third. round pick. Nope. Okay, I'm back. To, I'm back to 88, and there is no McCown, so wasn't a first rounder, but he was a Cardinal. So okay, that was a hard fought battle. That came down to the bonus round. Will wins by one. We appreciate both of you for taking the time out of the day. Thank you, Jackie. Thank you, Will. Jackie, have fun on Joe's podcast. Tell him we said hi. Tell him we'd like to have him on sometime. He's a a good follow for any of you guys also. Um, Again, we appreciate it. In the future, if you guys come back on, maybe we really have this thing rolling. Maybe one of you gets a T-shirt. But as of now, will you get jack shit except for pride? (laughs) Rub it in Jackie's face every time it comes up. So thanks again, guys. Anything else you want to plug? Put in the bio, baby. Yeah, do that. Inaugural Two Birds Trivia winner. (laughs) Will, I appreciate it. That's right. Thank you guys so much for coming on. Thanks, guys. We appreciate it. Thank you for having us.